Yeah, but not with their legs. <laughs> nice. Sleep <laughs> crying, but I'm hearing with their, with their fangs and claws. That's what your wife's doing to you in bed? Yeah. This is a perfect way to segue into the opening of this podcast. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. We are a podcast about obscure, forgotten about, and often overlooked films. I am your host, Paul. My co-host next to me is Mike. There's people in this room, such as Lamar, mm -hmm. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> hello, and Colin. Hey. And hey, everybody, uh, we're back with another Lunar New Year episode. Year of the Dragon. I had to look up what Year of the Dragon means, and it means strength and power and wisdom and nobility, good fortune and success. Oh, shit. And last year... It's a lot uh, of responsibility. That for is a lot year. of responsibility. It is. And last year, we did a Lunar New Year film, and I had a lot of fun with it. We looked at a Hong Kong film, Seventh Curse. Mike and I had a lot of fun with it. We didn't know what to expect. And I don't know how everyone's going to feel about it in this room, but I'm going to say I had a lot of fun with the movie we're looking at today from 1983, Winners and Sinners, from Hong Kong. Um, Samo Cambo is the director and one of the leads. He plays Teapot. This movie is going to be billed every which way. This is a Jackie Chan film, and it is true. You will see Jackie Chan spread out throughout this film for maybe six to eight minutes. <laughs> yes. Um, there will be large gaps where Jackie Chan is a forgotten memory. Uh, there's a lot of people in this movie. I read that this is a semi-prequel to other movies. So this is a semi-prequel to My Lucky Stars and Twinkle Twinkle Little Stars. All with the same characters. Um, I'm sorry, all with the same actors, but they often play different people. Uh, same director. So I guess there's kind of like a, uh, uh, it's like an Edgar Wright, Shaun of the Dead kind of thing going on where there's like a loosely brought up trilogy of some sorts. Sure. Um, like like, the, like a, the Coronetto movies. Yeah. yeah. So that that's kind of cool. Um, I said I hope everyone likes this, but I don't know. With those those laughs, uh, I don't know what what, what everyone's going to say. Um, I do want to make a. Note I will say this though. Sure. I'll say this. Sam Hung, and that I I know you refer to him by a different name because he's like the director and whatnot. But I think most people will recognize him as Sam Hung. He is a plump and portly man, but by God. That guy kicks ass. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, that guy's kicking ass. <laughs> like, all holy throughout. shit, dude. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully this transitions well for us. Um, we have a lot of uh, notable people um, that are in just a lot of films of this time. So I think it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, welcome back. We're going to analyze another film from Hong Kong. Uh, here's one of the huge winning things that I'm going to put all throughout this film. I love the music. The music <laughs> is insane. The music is electro big band. And my brother and I grew up watching 80s Japanese animation. And all I could think of while watching this film is I'm watching an episode of Robotech. It's super bizarre. Like the music. I, uh, here are other things I want to note about this film. Uh, like, like I'm very curious to see how everyone likes it or dislikes it or how they feel. But... I feel there's really nothing comparable to Hong Kong late 70s, early, maybe to mid 80s films. There's this huge rhythm that is very different from any American films. 
Lamar and I have watched a lot of Japanese animated episodes and shows over our like our time together. Not really much, you know, for a long time, but Lamar and I have known each other for ages. And there is kind of like the zaniness factor in those storylines that I feel that's comparable. But as far as an American movie and especially an American 80s movie, I, I, I have nothing comparable to the cinema of Hong Kong. Like there's there's a lot of, I don't know, like homages from Hong Kong to Hollywood films. But I mean, even Mike, before we started recording, you're like, the pacing of this film is insane. Wow. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. There's really nothing comparable now that I'm thinking about it. There's stuff that's close to the wacky comedy to it, but nothing captures the action blended in with the comedy written in with the writing style, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And the way this movie was directed, it's certainly so a little back long. In the, back in the day, I saw a movie called... Um, rumble in the bronx and it was my first introduction into jackie chan i, I and from I, that point in time i, like, I saw I with jeremy in the theater it loads yeah. of jackie chan movies like i've seen project a which also has sam hung um uh but like there are still so many jackie chan movies that i have not seen that are like the native hong kong jackie chan films from like the late 70s early 80s and whatnot so but i i mean they uh he was like the first one that really turned me in onto martial arts and like well choreographed fight scenes yeah. like rumble in the bronx definitely and from same. then on i was yeah 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 rumble in the bronx was the first one that i saw i think it was it came out in the theaters in america and it was i think probably one of the first mainstream jackie chan movies that yeah. came out yeah i um, i feel confident jeremy you and i saw that in the theater because i remember kind of rolling up like no one knew like what to expect from this film and like Clearly, and I mean this as a huge, you know, selling point to the film. I remember walking out of Rumble in the Bronx, and everyone who was in the theater was pretending to do martial arts in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like as one does. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was super fun. I mean, hell yeah! And I've never seen this, like, a blooper reel so amazing as Rumble yeah. in the Bronx. But this is not what I would consider a Jackie Chan film though, no, from what Mike no. said, he is in it. Maybe a total, a grand total of like six minutes yeah. throughout the entire film. Yeah. And those six minutes, if you were to just like completely delete them would not take away from this film no, whatsoever. His character well, was, it would the one action scene would, but his character was know. completely inconsequential to the plot yeah, of this movie. Completely inconsequential. Much like yeah. most of this movie was inconsequential <laughs> to the plot of this movie. Here, here, here's how I'm going to sell this movie. Very similar to the seventh curse. Because uh, I said there's kind of a different ebb and flow uh, to a Hong Kong film, especially of this time frame. And I mean that as, for me as a positive. Watching this film, because I had to watch in two parts, uh, having a child. You guys know how it goes with work or whatever. Um, so I watched uh, one one half the night before and then the next day after work, I, I watched the second half. And I was really looking forward to watching the second half. And I was happy I did, clearly. But... Watching a Hong Kong film uh, of this time frame is literally as like a cinephile. I mean, clearly are at this point in time. Hey, everyone, we're in our like 80 plus episode that um, it's like taking a film vacation and it's a place I want to go. I don't always in my, my view is this. I don't always want to be there, but I want to go back and visit there. And I'm glad when I do, because I remember having a lot of fun last year. I had a lot of fun with this movie. What, like, this movie is kind of like a play performance for me. When I go see plays, it takes me about 15 minutes to like get into the mindset. You guys know what I'm talking about? And yeah, I feel the yeah. same with like concerts too. 
Like, I always feel bad. Like, even if I love a band, I'm like, your first song means nothing to me. That sounds like, like I'm a jerk. But I'm like, I'm not in the mindset. But when you get to your second song, I'm like, yes. Like, I want to be there forever. <laughs> this film made me feel the same. Like, once I kind of knew who the characters were, once I kind of knew, like, the level of antics I was going to see, I was like, I'm really glad I'm here. And I'm, gl- I'm along for the ride. That was this movie for me. I'm going to say that from the get-go. Okay. <laughs> Did you feel that way when you're watching while you're watching the movie or just yeah you're, okay. yeah like I was having like a, just like a good time like I was eating some snacks taking some notes I was chuckling all throughout I mean this movie is bananas um oh it's crazy I, yeah I paused this movie to see how much was left probably eighty seven times uh, and there was always too much of it left so you're you're telling us you are not liking this as we did last year with the seventh curse no this movie was I mean I I didn't hate watching it but I will. I'm never gonna watch this movie again. Not even for well. The seventh curse had had some boobies. So well, well the seventh you know, curse it's got that go made sense and had a plot <laughs> that was of. consistent throughout the movie. I, That's question. So I will agree with Mike on on that because this thing, like, I wasn't sure which lane it was trying to drive down. Like, what does it want to be? What does this movie want to be? The bad guy is the main bad guy is in this movie again, less than Jackie Chan. Right. Like you see him less than fucking Jackie. I'm sorry, Jack Tar. (laughs) 80% of this movie were scenes that did not contribute to the plot. That's fine. And that was really, that was really hard for me to watch. I read a piece of trivia that in one version, which is just a atrocity cut out that sweet Rod Stewart cover. And I can't have it. Oh, my, really? my version had Rod Stewart cover. Uh, yeah. Uh, we should talk about that because we all watch this on different versions and the movie kind of comes across differently. Um, who watched the sub? Who watched the dub? And- we Apparently, we... So I could not find a subtitled version and I, I looked for this and I... The the problem was even if we ordered one online, it was going to take a while. Yeah. So I only had access to the uh, dubbed version and I checked... Um, I think it's Plex and Tubi had the same ones, and that's what I watched it on. And then I think I uh, watched it on Tubi, and whoever they hired to dub the voices for that version, they found them like out on the street. No, no, Jeremy, like Jeremy. they just went out the door. I, They're like, "Hey, so we need you, wait, you homeless oh, wait, people come in here," wait, and they recorded. I, I have t- I have two things that I want to know about the voice actors. One, I feel there's like a notable one. I almost feel Vaseline is voice dubbed by someone who did the Akira dubbing. Like there were like that guy seems I, notable to me. I also made like made the comments to my wife that whoever was doing um the voice of maybe Curly was like in some 90s <laughs> anime. Yeah. yeah. So I feel there was like a couple people who were like legit like I'm in. Then you have what Jeremy's <laughs> saying. Like who are these other people? And the real selling point for me was the dude's soon to be son-in-law Whoever dubbed <laughs> that guy's voice, like, okay, oh, like, father-in-law, I'll do anything. Like, what? Father. Yeah, like, the, what? Like a doofus? The worst one for me was whoever did Jackie Chan's um, voice. Because, like, I mean, we all know what Jackie Chan sounds like. And in all of his movies, he's, Jackie Chan's kind of like a kind-hearted doofus. 
And this movie's like, hey guys, what's happening? Like, why are you talking like this? Mike, every every word you're saying is selling me more on this film. This is why I had a fun time. This film is insane. Oh, it just it felt like I it's was ins- watching it for 18 hours. It's insane. I'm super it's way longer than it needs to be. Well, that's because mm. if they stuck to the plot, this movie would be 45 mm. seconds because <laughs> nothing fucking happens. I don't see where the plot went went off the rails for you guys. I I, okay. I, could, I could help you with the plot. It, so the, the first five minutes. Well, this so is the, either the 15 like 15 minutes of it's a romantic roller comedy skating. with a fat guy and a pretty girl or it's like an action movie or it's like some kind of heist movie and it could not figure out what it was. Yeah. Well, on your first point, I think Teapot was the catch of the group for sure. Yeah, Teapot knew, knew what was up. <laughs> yeah, Teapot. Yeah. So okay, we so we all we kind of watched it on different versions. We apparently had different character names as well. Yeah, yes. we're gonna stick with what is listed on IMDb. I'm gonna okay. try to rein it into there, and that is consistent with the version that I watched. Really? That's crazy because if you went onto Amazon and watched this movie. Mm-hmm. I also went on Amazon yeah. and watched this movie, and we ended up with different. Well, so the, yeah, and that the, is really well, weird. For well, me. the thing is, half the characters' names are still the same, like Teapot. Right. But like uh, the version Colin and I saw, uh, Vaseline is listed as Greaser. Like mm-hmm. they reference it, mm-hmm. like Greaser. Uh, Shirley. That's who I had. Was listed, at, or they call her Jenny and Susie are the two women in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was Susie for me. Susie for me as well. Susie. Yeah, but but it's supposed to be Shirley. <laughs> So there, okay. there are like a couple people off. Um, Jackie Chan was listed as Sid 07. Like he is a Sid officer. And I think it's yeah. like an homage to like 007. Um, but I think he has a name. <laughs> like like in our version. He has no name. Well, yeah. in, in Colonized version, I think someone's like, what's oh. up, Teddy? <laughs> in, in every... <laughs> like, hey, I don't think they ever called him by name in those. I, I think someone yeah. says something like at one point and you're like, no. And they're like, yeah, Jeremy, no, it's like someone is called... I, the Mr. Hope, one of the big bosses, like, Bill, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> Bill. So a little piece of trivia here. Jackie Chan and Sam Hung uh, filmed Project A at the same... Well... Not at the exact same time, but the films overlapped. And so partially, partway through the film, you'll notice that Jackie Chan's hair changes Mm -hmm. inexplicably. And that's because he was filming Project A and needed to have that hairstyle for Project A. Nice. I need different hairstyles for different occasions. Absolutely. (laughs) For when you're filming multiple projects. Yeah. I mean. You got to keep them off guard and on guard. That's Year of the Dragon for me. (laughs) Eight different hairstyles. Yes. For six different projects. That's where I focus my power <laughs> that's how you do it well let's jump a little into this film maybe maybe yeah. i should even load up a summary of this film so no. fresh from prison five friends try to try to stay crime free but inadvertently find themselves caught in a triad war now there's only one and i'm glad colin and i had a really quick talk about this there's only one plot point that I didn't fully understand at the very beginning, and I did have to read part of this. It keeps noting five friends. So the beginning of this movie is four <laughs> people committing crimes and four people going to jail, but then like a fifth dude shows up, <laughs> and that's it. And I was like, what? And then it was like, five friends. The fifth person who is listed as rookie, this is the person who uh, is in prison. Uh, the other four know each other 
but they meet rookie, the fifth person, the fifth friend in prison. Did they all know each other? Or did they do they? Yeah, prison? did they all know each other? I was under the impression. I, I mean, not that yeah. it fucking matters. I think no, they did. I, I thought they that they just prison. like hung out together in prison and became yeah. like their this little like gang. That's well, what I thought as well. Because I mean, the beginning of the movie is four crime montages where we see what what got each one of these guys nicked, and yeah, the, the rookie is absent when Vaseline or whatever is going into prison he's like oh hey rookie and that's that's like his introduction like they're just there getting arrested at the same time yeah i kind of by the way i i i love vaseline like like his little crime scheme that he had going on that was that was pretty sweet that's nice because i i I thought who do i identify most in this movie and identify with vaseline (laughs) (laughs) so there are a couple situations that i'm like i would be that guy yeah he was the smoothest for sure uh one of the pieces of trivia i read was he i guess he was like a a renowned like chinese uh soap opera star who was always uh, like a ladies man yeah that makes sense so they specifically cast him as like the guy who couldn't get any tail was he the watch guy? Yeah, he was yeah. the watch guy. Like, just to kind of like contrast his, his usual type. There was a That's couple funny. moments he said something that was just like really brutal lines to people, very straight-faced, and I was like, that would be the person. Because <laughs> there's like, ah, oh, like, we're going to do this and this and this. He's like, I'm not doing any of that, and goodbye. <laughs> I was like, Vaseline, <laughs> you and I could be so, you and I could be friends at this moment. I, he, was, he was up front. I liked it. <laughs> I liked his style. Anyone else? Uh, okay, so this is up, this is know? like the Cosmo Sex in the City. Clip. I was gonna say, yeah. Um, does anyone else relate yeah. to another character, or if not Vaseline, it could also include uh, Shirley or Jackie Chan, who's Sid O Seven. Um, it could be, you know, Mister Hope. You're like, I'm a Mister Hope. None of you are. Uh, I relate to the mailman in the movie who was like, what "The fuck is wrong with you guys?" Yeah. <laughs> no, well, no one's gonna want to be curly. The mailman didn't even send, make the guy sign for the package. No. He's like, "Just have a good day." He just felt bad about his yeah. tiny dick. <laughs> and if you see the movie, you can put that in the context. Yeah. I think I'd be Mr. Hope. I just sit around in a chair all day doing nothing. I just don't have the power that he does. Yeah. Is it was that the guy with the the Italy sideburns? Yeah. He, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Jack Tar. Yeah. That's Jack Tar. Mr. Hope Bill. owns the mansion that they end up cleaning. He's just surrounded by oh. goons and he's just nah, you over there. Okay. Yeah. So but he was the Smoking other he cigars. was the conflicting mob boss. Well, he was the partner <laughs> that they do put into a conflicting <laughs> triad situation. Right. Yeah. That's my, one of my favorite moments of this film. That's true. There that, are some it twists. It does escalate pretty good. Yeah, there's some twists in this movie. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. <laughs> wow. Twists? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're very nice. You're, you're writing nice. a pretty big check here, Paul. <laughs> are you serious? They, they turn mob bosses against each other. They're, these guys are geniuses. I mean, accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, but then they go for it, and then yeah. it's amazing. Like, oh, once they true. get into a rhythm, these guys cannot be stopped. That's true. We will get to that. I mean, one day, they, twinkle, twinkle, little little five stars. <laughs> little stars, yeah. I think, yeah, five stars. I think it's, I think it's lucky, like lucky stars, because they're always lucky stars. Yeah, yeah, so it's like the lucky star trilogy of like five lucky stars. Yeah, they have five, and then they team up. Thank your lucky stars. Mm-hmm. I don't know about reviewing, but I'd be up for watching another one of these. Just Hell yeah, yeah, Lamar! Cool, I, I have plans that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll find out about Colin and Jeremy and their plans. Um, but yeah, all the, all these guys are going to jail. Uh, I, I mean, we could just talk about it out of order. We kind of talked Vaseline, one of my favorite characters. He has this amazing situation where, Mike, you could explain it. It's the, it, it's he goes to jewelry stores. Yeah, so he goes to a jewelry store. He tries on an expensive watch, 
And he's like, oh, this is great. And then he pretends to know someone in the store. He just picks a random person. Hey, Joe. Like, oh, Joe. Hey, long time no see. And this person's like, who the fuck are you and why are you talking to me? But he goes over and he shakes their hand. And in the act of shaking their hand, he has like a sleeve gun that he puts into their hand, shoots himself with a blank, and has like a squib under his sport coat. So it looks like he gets shot. And then he's like, oh, I've been shot. And he stumbles out into the street and runs away wearing the watch. I thought we were friends. This is utterly fucking ridiculous. This is genius. It really is. So this was filmed in probably 1982 and Uh released in 1983. There's like almost no security cameras. Can you imagine this happening to you? Like, oh Oh, my God. It would would work. Totally. I mean, every time he leaves the guy with the gun... Which was, I thought, was kind of a weird move. That's great. That's a what great move. Shoot yeah. How many guns does this guy have? This guy's got, he's lousy with, they're you know probably how difficult guns, it is but... to find fucking firearms in China? I mean, I'm guessing it's a fake gun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure, like, as soon as someone inspects it, they're probably like, this was like a $5 prop gun at the right. time. Yeah. But, I mean, it's all happening so fast. Right. And he's... I love, like, the first, quote, unquote, victim, like, that guy's held holding the gun. Like <laughs> He's like, I, I had nothing to like, do with you, Yeah, you can almost tell in the guy's eyes, he's like, did I shoot him? Like, I don't know. It just happens. <laughs> so fast i have a gun in my hand (laughs) (laughs) i think i did kill him you might as well take me yeah i love it yeah it works until it doesn't work well it doesn't work the second time (laughs) because i think he did it immediately (laughs) oh yeah he went right from one to the other yeah he goes directly to another jewelry store which was legitimately being robbed (laughs) which is amazing yeah how are you not liking this film this film is crazy from the get-go so i i like scenes of this movie yeah okay um you're like Cur- Curly's giving a speech, and he's like, "We need to legalize prostitution." Yeah, yeah. I, I and, he's, and he's some kind of union that, buster. I don't yeah. know what Curly's deal was. I don't. I don't know what Curly's end game was. I feel I, like Curly wasn't a criminal. <laughs> he was just a guy complaining about. Well, some stuff. Well, yeah. well, then he's set up, and then this, this one guy's like, "Ah, oh, he's promising this and this." He's like, "I didn't say any of that." And then a mob beats the hell out of them and it was like this guy said this and he's like no i didn't and he goes to prison yep yeah <laughs> so i think that's curly. exactly what it was he was a union buster mm-hmm. paid off by like the mob and he didn't do it and I, it's a really confusing how he was captured but i'm sure that in the mix that's exactly what happened yeah. T- teapot is a cat burglar gone wrong and breaks into a surprise party right i, I do like that yeah there's, so, yeah there's some amazing foreshadowing for him as a uh, a ladies man early too mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 uh i so this is kind of like that so i mean this opens the movie teapot breaking into a surprise party and then making out with someone and her realizing wrong person because he's dressed like a ninja but this this has some like 80s i don't know like family sensibilities into a weird end like nothing said that's profane this is like I don't know, like, who's who, like, why are there bumbling criminals? Does, does, does this make sense? Like, these are, like, weird yeah. 80s, I don't want to yeah. say, like, Herbie Lovebug moments right now, but, like, it's so tame, it's, like, really fun and accessible. Yeah, like, like everyone... the attempted sexual assault from later in the movie that was played off as a joke. I'm, sa- I'm saying now. <laughs> for, just... for the time. Okay, for the time. Yeah. I'm saying ju- yeah. just, fine back just these opening scenes, I'm saying, is, like, the family moments. Like, so that's why I'm saying, like, there's so many, like, blended genres in this movie that I love it. Like, there's nothing that I could really compare it to. So I do agree. <laughs> like, then it gets super weird and adult. But, like, this opening sequence could be literally a PG film. Oh, sure. Um, one of one thing <laughs> I do like about this movie is there's a lot of, like, background voice tracking happening. <laughs> and 
<laughs> this was the first one that I picked Who's up that on. Guy with the donut. Yeah, well, like <laughs> when, when he's when Cur- with Curly when Teapot breaks into the into the wrong party, um, and everyone's like, "That's what? Huh? Who's this guy?" There's like the things that the background cast are saying. One of them's like, "That's a different guy." <laughs> like just totally. I, I feel like they were like, you know what, voice actors, just say random shit. We'll, we'll throw it in the back. And it's, I love it's it. Normal. For, I yeah. love it. I know. Look, Mike, you are selling me more on this film. Like you know, okay, this movie is more fun to talk about than there it is go. to watch. Oh, most of um, yeah, no, this. Yeah, because Mike, Mike is totally correct. Like the voice acting, and you know, this is why I was like snickering. I'm eating snacks. I'm like, what is like going on? Yeah, I do prefer the subtitled version of this. I could not find it anywhere. Oh, yeah, um, that would have been better. Yeah, I mean, I, and I still would like to watch, Mike, maybe not, but I would still absolutely watch this movie again subtitled. Um, I would like to see a lot of the differences, what kind of differences exist. But yeah, but part of the fun dubbed version is like, what what are you talking about? I was like, who's that guy? He he didn't bring the peanuts. Like, what? Like, yeah. Like, he's, All kind of out he's, of pocket stuff. He's smooching with his sister. Like, what? He took that guy's wallet. <laughs> he did take his he guy's wallet. He did take wallet. the guy's wallet, yeah. Um, okay, and then the fourth guy... Yeah, he's exhaust stealing windshields. Exhaust pipe. Yeah, he, well, well, he's stealing well, random car parts. <laughs> but he then, steals a windshield <laughs> and, like, one but, wheel. But then the he car. tries to steal a police officer's car. Yeah. My theory was he was just stealing a bunch of parts from different cars yes. and building his own car. Yeah, maybe he yeah. Those <laughs> Well, I, I just figured he was just like then bringing it to like some like scrappers. Yeah, that like, makes like, more put sense. Put it on cars or like I'll buy parts. I need a something. windshield and a tire. Sure. Yeah, and I'm good. Well, one thing. So he used a device that we saw a year ago in the other Hong Kong movie. That stupid airbag that you hook up to an exhaust pipe to uh, raise a car. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I had never seen one before up until that movie, and I, it was just. They sell those things. Now, literally, the second time I've seen one in a movie was our second Hong Kong. Wow. They're like... Lunar New Year movie. I just feel like I saw one the other day. If someone put it under a door to lift it up slightly to rebalance it if it doesn't close all the way. Well, that's reason. I would never get under a car that was being held up by a, a Air. plastic airbag. <laughs> I think I, th- I think what uh, what I'm hearing is uh, Mike already alluding to this year's Christmas present. We all need to pitch in and give them. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could, I could use one. <laughs> An airbag. An airbag. When he puts his snow tires on the Beamer. Mike, you know? Mike said he wanted to take that Beamer and go right into the Cherry Creek reservoir mm-hmm. uh and float away well and now i got i got my snow tires on so i won't there you go not, yeah. not yet there you go. Yeah. not until you have your christmas present okay fair. did you did you practice proper safety protocol when putting those snow tires on yeah i i hooked up you know an airbag to the other car and I, <laughs> he tilted them right both I, and connected. then i went and did donuts in the target parking lot I think you're thinking about that airbag wrong or using it wrong. It's not for that. It's for tipping cars easier when you're riding downtown after your town wins a championship. Okay, so it's for like doing riot. Yeah, damage. it's okay. for tipping uh, cars. Sorry, celebration. Damage. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what I was hearing was sweet stuff. Yeah, it's for sweet, sweet yeah. stuff. <laughs> sweet <laughs> recreational stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they love that in Colorado. <laughs> Come out here and do sweet stuff all up and down the streets. Yeah, exhaust pipe. He, yeah, uh, he eventually gets caught. Yeah, they, and they all go to jail. Yeah, they and all go to jail. And then yeah. they meet this guy rookie. And yeah. so now we got five friends. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then they're immediately Fast released. Friends. Yeah, we don't know what happened. But on the same day, we get a big bad guy. Uh, Jack Tar is also released, and he's like a big mob boss. Yeah. So. The five friends that we all noted, uh, again, the fifth, which is Rookie, who they met in prison, uh, they're all released. 
And then on the side, Jack Tar uh, meets his daughter and this bumbling moron <laughs> of a soon-to-be son-in-law. <laughs> that guy sucks. Yeah, and I cannot. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm, real, I'm really like, like a back and forth. Uh, as said, like Jeremy's like, there's a bunch of weirdos voice acting, and Kyle and I were like, we feel like there's a couple like notable people actually doing a good job. Uh, but yeah, it's like overall weird, but like the voice actor for the soon to be son in law, like, oh my god, Mr. I don't know what's going on. Oh, we gotta get out of here. Like, it was so listen, son in law. Yeah, it was so doofy and awful. I was like, I don't know if this is a moment of genius or this is just like way. Way further than what they wanted, but that guy's such a doof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and when uh, when the people come to pick up the criminals that have just been released, like this mob boss guy, he he has like a fleet of red sports cars. <laughs> oh yeah, that are, like his security detail. Those are all kind of dope. Yeah, yeah sort of. <laughs> See, Mike, even awesome cars. It was uh, <laughs> it was two Porsches with body kits, two Datsuns with body kits, and like a Nova Sterling for some reason. Did you like the there doors? Yeah. Did you like the top, the, the open top doors? Oh, the right yeah, there? the one that he got into. <laughs> Where it just yeah. comes yeah. off like the Batmobile. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a Nova Sterling. It's it's basically a, bulk, a Volkswagen Beetle with like a, a body kit on it. Uh, but those are pretty cool. I fuck with it. There you go. Yeah. This guy knows what he's 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 got. That fresh metal that he's rolling around in. Yeah, it was a cool fleet. Like one white car surrounded by ten red. But cars. more importantly, he has sideburns that are shaped like Italy. He does have sideburns. That are shaped I told like you Italy. that was his Italian side. Yeah. <laughs> also, I somewhere on a CV want to just put I got fresh metal. <laughs> I want I, and, and yeah. somewhere also on my CV I want to write I welcome follow up questions. <laughs> <laughs> What are you into? Fresh metal, Vaseline. I don't know. I can relate to them. What do you? What do you think? You haven't seen Winners and Sinners. What's going on? Yeah. Well. Well, we quickly figure out that Jack Tar has been released. We don't know why he's been in prison. We don't know how long he's been in prison. But you know what? He's super into counterfeiting, and he is mm. all about finding some counterfeiting bars. And this is another amazing moment for me. So. One of his little lackeys is like, I'm going to show you some bills and I'm going to show you. Uh, clearly, we've been <laughs> we've been counterfeiting some stuff, but yeah. let me show you what we're into. And Jack Tart's like, yes, that like is the voice actor. Like, yes, show me the gold bars and the, 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 the pressing plates. And he's like, does this bill look counterfeited? He's like, hmm. And he shows him three bills. He's like, if you were to pick the counterfeited bill, what do you think it would be? And Jack Tart's like, hmm. It must be number two or whatever he says. He's like, it is not. Three. Nope. One. They're all counterfeit. He's like, really? That's a setup question. Yeah. A setup. That was a dick question. <laughs> but then he's like, come here. Let me talk to you about this. He's like, you will never do this to me ever again. He's like, I do not like this one bit. This is bullshit. But he's like, but you did a dope job, so that's kind of cool. I right. But he also he, had one of his lackeys kick his ass. Yeah, he also kicked him. <laughs> yeah. Well, he Jack Tar is a complex man. Yeah, he's yeah. A, you know, much like his name, Jack Tar. <laughs> I respect that. I, I respect that lackey's balls. He, he went up he and he Jack was confident. Harlow. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna blow his mind. He's never gonna suspect this." Yeah, you guys ask kid for it. <laughs> I would really appreciate the next time any of you get an animal that if you could just name it Jack Tar. <laughs> yeah, this is my that's, par- that's my-, my the next dog I get is Jack Tar. What about like a parakeet? This is my parakeet Jack Tar. <laughs> that was uh, Superman's. Uh- brother's name jack tar jack tar l 
<laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. No. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So everyone else has been released from prison, and then they team up with Curly, uh, who was giving the speech, and then maybe union busting and things went mm-hmm. wrong. Well, he's got a, a sister, Shirley, and Shirley lives in some kind of apartment, and they're all going to live with her and start a cleaning business. Yeah, it's like it's his uncle's. Curly, you're joking. Yeah. Um, and it's a pretty dope house too. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. No, yeah. it is really nice. He's like, hey, so my sister's here. Like, be cool. And everyone's like, she's probably an uggo because Curly's really ugly. Um, but then she walks downstairs and she's all hot. And they're like, let's all try to fuck this guy's sister. Not right true. Right now. Not, well, well, so. And this is the remainder of the movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you have three they're of them. They're trying to get in so, the sister's pants. So mm-hmm. Curly is clearly out. He's, well, and he, and, yeah. Curly's so, not trying to fuck his own sister. He, well, he, he is now trying to actively stop guys from hitting on her, talking to her, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so out of the five, he's not. But also Rookie never makes a move. Uh, just note that because Rookie is like pretty quiet throughout of a lot of situations. But he doesn't actively ever hit on her or say anything. But Vaseline, Exhaust Pipe, and Curly. Uh, Curly to an no, extent. Teapot. 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 Sorry, yes. Uh, teapot. Uh, they they are constantly throughout this yeah. film trying to hook up with her. Yeah. And she's super cute. I would so, also, yeah. I would, I would also like to note as we progress in this movie that they so these guys are fresh out of prison they have the clothes that they had when they went into prison right. and now they need new clothes and everybody gets new clothes that are fine you know you mm-hmm. fit right in except for teapot who somehow has a fucking little like plymouth doughboy sailor's uniform <laughs> on for like half the movie that's what he thinks that's I have the no outfit idea that he why likes. why uh it was it was curly's happen? dad so they picked clothes that were at the house <laughs> And Curly's dad was a sailor, and that was the only thing that would fit. Ah, that makes sense. Little tubby Man. teapot. <laughs> Poor teapot. Yeah. Poor I teapot. Yeah, I know, right? Teapot gets his comeuppance. <laughs> no, te- teapot's the only reasonable character in this movie. Vaseline is a reasonable character, friends. Yeah, okay. Vaseline is reasonable for the first scene. <laughs> Vaseline's reasonable later throughout this film. Yeah, he has his moments. I like Vaseline's fake fighting stances that he keeps pulling out. <laughs> Those are, yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. So, Again, all reasons yeah. I can relate to this character. You know, I take it back. Let's everyone should watch this movie. It's amazing. The pacing isn't weird at all. Um, okay. Speaking of pacing, that isn't weird. The next 20 minutes, they go to a carnival for really no yeah. conceivable reason. I think, I think it's just kind of like a night market. Yeah, uh, okay. I've, been, I've been to Hong Kong. Uh, parts of Asia have this. It just looks like, like at a night market, like there is, there are food stalls. There are game things you could do. It is family oriented. Mm-hmm. It just seems like that's where they're going out. They're like, I'm going to get some food. We're okay. going to hang out. Like sure. this is like a reasonable yeah. thing. That makes sense. Um, at if one you point, need ground up tiger penis, this is the this place is the word you're going to go. Okay. Um, they're watching something happen, like standing in a crowd Ooh. and Curly punches a guy in the back of a head. Yeah. I, I, they're, they're, they're watching a demonstration. A, a kung fu demonstration. And Curly does not do this. Another guy does this. So when the the master is hit uh, that on the back of the head, he thinks it's Curly because they want Curly away from the sister. They want Curly. Out oh, of the I didn't pick up on that. They, yeah. they, they, they want hit on sister Shirley time. Okay. I, I get that they wanted Curly to go, but I thought they got Curly to actually do it. So I thought I. I thought he hit the person. Yeah. From, yeah. The, the, I don't. I don't. It looked like then the setup was odd because he, he just had punched. his. Fist yeah. up behind her head for the longest time, and then just, I'm just eventually. I'm pretty cut. sure Curly did it. Oh, or or yeah, I think Colin's right. That I can't remember. I don't have this in my notes. I think he is. I think that dude is saying something 
the other guys realize that he is actually like a martial arts master, Mm -hmm. but then they do talk Hurley into like hitting him on the back of the head. And then they're like, (laughs) Hey, you just did a Kung Fu master. Yeah. So they did know. Yeah. Yeah. It was super rude though. It was very (laughs) rude. So yeah. (laughs) And then, so he, he takes off running. The guy goes after him. And and now the three dudes are left. uh, Cause I don't know where rookie is to be honest. No one gives a fuck about rookie, but, but yeah, Vaseline, exhaust pipe and teapot. Yeah. Or with Shirley. Shirley's like, Oh shit. Is he going to be okay? And they're like, you know, in prison, he ran away from much tougher guys. (laughs) Which I I thought was a solid line. (laughs) line. What's, What's wrong with that? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I would too. Um, so they steal some walkie talkies from a vendor. They're oh, using them. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like, I like how they like the dis. What's the maximum distance on these walkie talkies? Yeah. They're so like they 100 meters. Like I can yell song. that far, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exhaust pipe sings a song. And then a band. This is so bizarre. This is again. I swear to God, this, this is band was the, fucking great. Yeah, hell yes, <laughs> Mike. This is one of the reasons really? I love this movie again. <laughs> so, Exhaust Pipe starts singing this weirdo song. Like, imagine someone just stands up in a crowd and they're like, "I'm gonna sing a weirdo song," but then this weirdo synth trio is like, "Wait a minute, that's where we usually play music. We can't have this guy playing music there." So they set up shop and then play a Rod Stewart cover. <laughs> Never saw it coming. This is this scene is amazing, and this is why everyone should watch this film. Like it's a synthesizer, guitar, and drummer, and yeah. they're playing Rod Stewart to <laughs> overshadow a man singing in a corner for a crowd of five. Yeah. It's ban- ban- bands be cutthroat back then. Friends. Yeah, it was very competitive. <laughs> Um, but, At this know. point in time, I don't know who said it, but somebody said, and this is one of my favorite lines of the of the movie: "Were you born dumb, or did you have special training?" <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a Vaseline line. To I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. That was just literally Jeremy writing notes about characters. <laughs> <laughs> that was not even said in the film. Well, I mean, Teapot ends up kind of making time with Shirley. Well, after, so Vaseline has some funds and he bribes <laughs> Teapot. He's like, dude, take a hike. Yeah, this was a genius move by Teapot. And Teapot's like, well, you bribed everyone else. And he's like, ah. So Vaseline's like, here's $30. There's enough for a movie and food. I was like, this is 1983, $30? Like, holy shit. Well, 30 dude. Hong Kong dollars. Yeah. Well, they keep saying U.S. dollars. Oh, really? I mean, well, they, they weren't U.S. dollars. They are not. No, <laughs> no, no. No. Um, but let's just say it was like $30. Like, this dude gave you like $100. Yeah. Like, all right. Go, bye. go to a couple movies. Yeah. but he, So his genius plan was like, let me say goodbye to Susie first or whatever her name is. And he walks over there and... He's like, yeah, I got this money. He sent me away. He's like trying to get rid of people. Like, I guess we should go see a movie. She's he like, wants to be by himself. Yeah. She's, she's like, okay. And like he, Vaseline is gesturing to Teapot to leave. And he's like, look, he's gesturing for us to leave. She's like, okay, let's just fucking get out of here. <laughs> and they did. And, and so and Teapot did his little Teapot dance. Yeah, I was going to say, one of my, fa- another favorite moment here. They're wa- They're walking around and... He's and she's like, oh, like why do they call you Teapot? And he has got his little story. He's like, well, they actually used to call me Little, <laughs> little Teapot. teapot yeah. And he's he's like, there's actually a song about it. And he sings some really scary, off-putting alt lyrics to "I'm a Little Teapot." Like the, now the descriptions are like really off and bizarre. Um, it's alarming to say <laughs> to say uh, yeah, the least. Yeah, in my notes, I have what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the she's into really it. She's it really together. happy about oh, it. Oh, she's stoked about it. Yeah. yeah. She, she's like, that's so awesome. And then we we find out 
Somehow through a cutscene, Curly re-caught up to everyone and just beat the shit out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, we don't everyone. really know the backstory, but <laughs> no. everyone is bruised and beaten in the face. Yeah. And Curly's like, I'm really sick of you guys hanging around my sister. And uh, that's kind of it. Well, now, there's... Now they're the, cleaning. There's the first of many freeze frame transitions. <laughs> Mike, are you are you kidding me that these scenes are not amazing for you? Like you're laughing. Like as I'm watching them, I'm like, who who put this? In? That's what I'm saying. Like there's nothing comparable. Like you're laughing. Like no, these, there, these there freeze doesn't frames, need to be. Like, but it's just like. Who decided this? Like, you know what? This guy just beat up his friends. Now let's show a montage of what they do for a living. They do cleanups, but sometimes they eat sandwiches or have a cigarette or have or have a little bit of tomfoolery. Set it to some zany synth big band jazz. Oh, the music was horrible. I can't, I can't even believe it. Yeah, it's always like. <laughs> but then there's always this bizarre lead is like ba 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 and then it's like freeze frame someone's eating a sandwich freeze frame someone put a mop in curly's face freeze frame all laughter it it becomes like the revenge of the nerds cleaning the house montage it's yeah, okay amazing it's amazing okay well <laughs> After these various montages of them starting a cleaning team together. The montages do not end. They, they do not. They go to some fast food restaurant. Um, and they run into Jackie Chan, who's there, because he thinks it's going to get robbed. Is that a... a I thought it was a food court at a mall. Oh, it's a food court. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's right. And he calls he calls Teapot Fatso throughout the rest Constantly. of the movie. And not yeah. like in like a disparaging way. No, like, just like, hey, Fatso. Hey, Fatso. Yeah. Like, that's his fucking name or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm talking to Mike right now. Like, hey, Mike, yeah. would you like to come with me tonight? <laughs> I'm yeah, hey, Fatso. Oh, good to see you again, <laughs> Fatso. I'm only laughing because, yeah, it's super hateful and hurtful. And Jeremy's totally right. Like, that guy's using it like common day talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, and every time I heard it, I'm like, that is also very disarming. I'm like, what? Yeah. But he's right. It is going to get robbed by a very short, toothsome gentleman. This scene is also amazing. So Shirley, I can't remember why, like the guys do some other stuff and Shirley and Teapot are sitting down and that's where Jackie Chan approaches them. It's like, so Jackie Chan is a cop. He's like, can I borrow your girlfriend? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only scene we've seen Jackie Chan in previous to this is he beats the hell out of a guy in an interrogation room and his boss is like, don't do that. And then he has (laughs) that guy beat him up. He's like, okay. That's the only scene. That's our backstory. Which is fucked up. Like, what Paul just said literally takes place over the course of four seconds. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, there's no context to it. He's like, you can't beat a guy up. He's like, sorry about that. He goes into a room, comes up. He's bruised like, yeah, and he beat me up and now he's not like, gonna sue i guess the and the person i beat up beat me up and now we're even like is that how it works in china maybe the literal translation in cantonese is even steven <laughs> even steven okay I mean, that's that's the legal term that that's the precedent that they use uh there uh yeah and so jackie chan one of my questions is jackie chan randomly sits down at teapot and shirley's table he's like i'm just sitting here because this place is going to get robbed yeah. What inside information does he have about this? Why is there was this a happening? lot of gang rumblings about robbing the food court? Apparently, and then his what, confidential informant was what, like, "Now let's really go into the guy <laughs> who robs. <laughs> who robs he is this this what three foot eight inches? I, yeah, I, well, he is a little person. Gang. It's there's 
eight of and them. And he has horrible there. teeth. Yeah, he but, has well, he, just, bananas teeth. But the yes, the first person, like the actual guy with the gun who's robbing it, mm-hmm. he's, he's so disarming to me because I'm not trying to make a fun of his height, but he's three foot and I can't tell his age. So it almost looks like a 12-year-old boy with a plastic gun is robbing the place and Jackie Chan just lets this go on for an awfully long time. Oh yeah, it like, goes the whole on for a thing while. is crazy. Like he's just watching the, like everyone's in this is complete pandemonium. Like people are screaming, people are running. Um and Jackie Chan's still like having a conversation. Yeah. What? Yeah, I see a picture of just if you're listener, you got to just <laughs> if you see the movie, just watch it just to see a visual of this person. That's, I, that's fair. I, I, don't know. I, I wrote down Goblin. I yeah, think that's the he closest was, thing. I think that's the closest thing you can get there. Um, but but eventually, this is also our first martial arts scene. Yeah, too. Jackie Chan decides mm-hmm. to just start kicking everyone's ass, and so does Teapot. So does Teapot, and I will agree with Jeremy. This dude fights. Uh, that was the worst sentence. Watching Teapot fight is badass. Um, like I'm not, I'm not up to date on martial arts techniques, but like he's a bigger dude, and he like he uses his body weight yeah. in ways that I feel like I hadn't really seen. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Does right. he drop the bag right on people's faces? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. The one thing that I really, really, really that took me out of this movie was when they do these fight scenes. They constantly slow mo. Yeah, like right at the end before something cool happens, and well, it's, it's a Zack Snyder film, so <laughs> <you know>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was the only thing that was a little annoying, but all of the fight scenes were super cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then then at the end, uh, Jackie Chan's character Sid O Seven, and he's part of the Sid unit, uh, like a made up police force. Isn't that like from Final Fantasy Seven? Probably. Okay. Uh, he's like, great job, Fatso. Maybe we'll work together sometime. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and and Teapot calls the police station and everyone's arrested. And they're like, hey, great job. Mm-hmm. Everyone does great. And now we get a crazy scene. We're oh back. God. We're back. We're back. Back at to home. the band of idiots. We're back at home. <laughs> and Exhaust Pipe is reading a book on how to become invisible. Mm-hmm. And As all, one does. And all the guys oh, are like, man. you know what? Let's pretend Let's th- that it works. And so he walks out uh, of his room, and they're like, oh, we could see you. And he's like, hmm, it must be because of my clothes. If he gets naked, he really will be invisible. And for the next 10 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Exhaust Pipe walks around the house naked and does all these weird naked pranks. Uh, I do want to note. Austin Powers dipped into this every which oh, way. Oh, yeah. This was very Austin so Powers-esque. There's a lot of scenes where, like... Only in Austin Powers, it was funny. <laughs> I thought some of this was good. <laughs> okay. That exhaust well, pipe is walking this is around. Like a middle, this is like middle school humor, yeah. and you're like, okay, we get it. Like, ah, this is a funny joke. But then, like you said, this carries on for, like, 10 it's fucking yeah. minutes. It's, it's too, too long. fucking long. Yeah. And the, my, my biggest problem with this is when it first started happening, I was like, okay, at some point... This is going to like he's going to try to become invisible during a heist, and it's going to be funny. You thought it was going to be Mystery no. Men? Yeah, no. I did think it was going to be Mystery <laughs> Men, but it was like fucking Chekhov's naked invisible guy, and it didn't fucking go anywhere. And he's just like waving his dick in front of people who are watching a football game, and they're like, "Oh, great shot!" They're pretending they can't see him. That's going to be an isolated audio clip. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "You know what? Uh, the sister's about to take a shower. I'm going to go up and perv on her." Um, and he like sits on the toilet and she gets into the That's bath so weird. and he's like, I'm going to grab her tits. And he's like, I better not. I'll just like drain the water from the tub. <laughs> he, he tries to blow the, the bubbles. Yeah, blows the, yeah. 
tits. He's like, oh, I can see your tit, but where's the nipple? Oh, it's the knee. Oh, shit. And she gets out and she's wearing a bikini. Yeah. It was no, it was so right. fucking. She weird. was clowning on him. No, no, she was in on it. But like this scene was too fucking long, and it was so dumb. <laughs> that scene was too fucking long, and that's all this it was for was just for that scene. Well, then, yeah, well, no, no. Then oh, the mailman God. comes. Yeah, it was to load and, up and, the mailman's. Yeah. And the mailman's like, I see this dude. Why is he naked? And he's like, Oh my God! People see me naked, and he's like, Yeah, down to every little detail. He's like, I'm not even going to have you sign for this package. Bye. It's <laughs> like a man with such a small dick can not possibly sign for this package. Right. And now, now immediately, prank happened. We're back with Jack Tar. Yeah, all that for that. All that for that. Yeah. That was 30 minutes. Well, the, well the, no, the next scene is another inconsequential, long, stupid scene where we have to see Jackie Chan roller skating for 25 minutes. Well, for this no was cool reason. No, this no, was no, no. Yeah, he's Tony Hawk and the shit. No, no, no. no, no. Though, First, yeah. we really quickly get to Jack Tar. Jack Tar sends his soon-to-be son-in-law on a mission. Oh yeah, that's right. He's like, I'm giving you a briefcase, and you got to make sure it's delivered. You know, I am trusting you with this, you idiots. You just have to hand a <laughs> yeah. bag to someone. Listen, jackass, you've got to take the briefcase. So he, okay, dude. <laughs> so this guy also gets a little bit. His name is Chai. The son-in-law is named Chai. It would be. And he's like, and he's like, <laughs> he's named after T. Yeah, the lamest kind of T. And he's like, I'm gonna like, like he even rolls up with like a couple henchmen. Yeah. And Chai walks to this roller rink game for some reason so suspiciously. He's like whipping this bag around and like like these two rando thugs are like who's this who's this chai right and like, then they're like let's go get his bag and they, they take it from they don't even know it like it wasn't a targeted thing they're just two crooks no yeah yeah they might have not even been crooks they might have just been two normal guys <laughs> right yeah. like fuck got, this guy in his goddamn briefcase <laughs> duped into a sweet opportunity yeah to beat up the some whole Quimby. rest of this movie is a result of happenstance yeah, yeah. right now no, but here is another key moment of this film. I know Mike's going to be like, none of this makes sense, but that's the fun of it. So then Jackie Chan's character, Sid 07, <laughs> like after like all this like highway battle and this craziness, he, uh, he randomly starts whistling at a girl. He's like sitting around and this guy's like, hey, you can't whistle at my girl like this. And he's like, yes, I can. And then they start <laughs> fighting. And Jackie Chan's like, I'm a SID agent. And the other guy goes, I'm a SID agent. And he's like, then we, why are we fighting? And the other guy's like, how do these hey. fuckers not know each other? Well, well, then the other guy goes, hey, man, that's crazy. You can't whistle at my girlfriend. He's like, ah. And then just walks <laughs> off. And then we never see them again. And then Jackie Chan's girlfriend rolls up. Like, who were those people? And he's like, this guy was hitting on my girlfriend. He's like, ah, I'll take you out sometime. And I was like, well, what is that? You, you also kind of glossed over this Jackie Chan skate chase scene because at the end, like, I kind of like this chase scene. They're not there On yet. a highway? We're not there but yet. Yeah, we're not, the we're not fully it, on a highway. At the end of it, there is a fucking, like, 50-car pileup that blew my mind. Like, how? Yeah, well, <laughs> do so, Chinese people can they only see, like, three feet in front of them? Correct. Like, do they not see all these cars well, wrecking is, up here? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's the Asian driver stereotype. They even oh, have it in Asia. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I love those people. Yeah. Well, yeah. So <laughs> this, yeah, this was before the roller skate showdown where Jackie Chan has to like jump through flaming hoops and whatnot. 
right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um, he's doing that weird stuff, and yeah, because yeah. it is because this is a key point at the very end of the film. Jackie Chan has a girlfriend. Just remember, like the ending right, scene yeah. that we'll get to. I also know. I, I thought Jackie Chan's girlfriend was ultra cute. I was like rolling. I up did too. With, yeah, rolling I up like with the her short hair. Yeah, I, yeah Jerry yeah. told me mm-hmm. too. I was like, she rolled up with this super cute '80s hair. I was like, oh my god, this girl's such a cutie. Like, why are you hitting on this other person? I was like, Jackie Chan, come on. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, after the roller skating thing happens, he sees the briefcase getting stolen because this is all happening at the roller skate showdown. And then, yeah, to Jeremy's point, he goes on a roller skate car chase during which he destroys. 300 cars yeah it, it, it's, it's like it's crazy yeah, amount it, of cars it's like, it's like the end of blues brother <laughs> yeah it, it really is no is. joke so i started making notes and i actually started erasing and crossing them out because at first there's like one two three and you're like okay no but, but then there's never ends yeah then there's like a few that kind of make sense still you're like oh man that's messed up but then it i wrote this goes on for three minutes there are cars at first it's 20 and then there's you see more and then i wrote then there's 10 to 20 more and it is literally said later it is a 50 car pile. <laughs> oh man jackie chan's repercussions are not yeah. not heavy no his boss is like <laughs> if you weren't such a damn good cop it is that classic <laughs> yeah, scene it like, is, yeah. god damn it <laughs> you're you're <Fucker>. loose cannon <laughs> so goddamn good being a cop i fucking kill but you it was guys. more casual than that it wasn't he was giving him the riot act but more of i don't know where to transfer you you're you're out of control there was well, well let's talk about that for a second because he goes into the office and before he does that he goes into his superior's office the inspector he takes out his two pet turtles and starts racing them and then eventually steps on and kills one at yeah. one point in time. Simultaneously at this point in time, the cleaning crew, like the lucky cleaning crew, they are, in theory from our understanding, they are working a legitimate cleaning yeah, job. Yeah, they're cleaning some big rich person. Yeah, house. the mansion. And one of my favorite notes is there's a lot of rules. And one of the rules is the guy hands them all cigarettes. He's like, cigarettes are allowed. But there is no smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you can have this, but uh, oh, I guess it, it's worth pointing out because it is—it so is, is a plot point as much as this movie has one. In the in the chase where Jackie Chan is chasing the guys who steal the briefcase, the briefcase gets thrown into the back of That's the cleaning van. That is plot. so they have the briefcase, but they don't know it. That's true. Yeah, it's just in the back, and yeah. they got it carried around stubbornly like mm-hmm. idiots. Um, but so when Jackie Chan gets reamed out and breaks the turtle, he does get demoted to traffic cop. Because we see him later pulling people over. Is that is that like a sex act when he gets reamed out and breaks the turtle? Yeah, it, yeah, those <laughs> yeah. are two distinct moves. Uh, those are my favorite. Very expensive right and but very exotic. And sorry, Colin, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know you were going to say something, but I was like, I think there was like three plot points that are happening at this point in time. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I was just going to say that I think during the uh, the car crash scene, some of the earlier ones were used with like real stunt people, and there mm-hmm. was a scene where. A car runs through the back of another car and splits it off, and you see a dude fall out of the car. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. that guy was gonna die. Yeah. So yeah, the car is like T-boned. I know exactly what Colin's talking about. So it's flipped around, and then one car takes out half of it, and another car takes out the half of it. The back like falls out, and a guy's in the middle. It just runs out. It is, <laughs> it is a banana scene. I'm like yeah. For- this is all the reason why I love this film. Like every time you're like, this can't get weirder or zanier, it absolutely does. Yeah. Or you get a non sequitur, or you get some dude talking about, I don't know, bananas in the background. Like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. And I, and I have my note, Jeremy. I'm like, this guy keeps calling him Fatso. It's well, yeah, he actually, Jack yeah, Chan pulls... The whole movie. He yeah. pulls them over in the van at yeah, some point. That, it's, that's what's coming up. And I, I don't remember... Teapot's saying something to him. Yeah, Teapot's like, I know this guy. We work together. I helped him solve a... I helped oh, yeah. him fight down <laughs> a gang in a mall. Right. He's like, he'll... he'll the, you know, our relationship will get us off this parking ticket. And, and he's like, I'm afraid I have a job to do, Fatso. <laughs> can't, can't help you out with the Yeah, ticket. he's like, hey, Fatso. Yeah, well, yo, Fatso, it's good to see you. Fat no, I got to give you a ticket, Fatso. <laughs> yeah, that was the traffic cop like they're going home. So yeah. he stops them and then still gives them a traffic ticket. So here's some ball-busting moves. Mm-hmm. So Teapot is thought of as like, I don't know, like almost the Eric Cartman of the group. They like him overall, but he's still kind of like the guy they make fun of and various other things. And so Rookie, for whatever reason, he's like... I don't want to deal with you right now until you could. And he's like, you got to teach me things like, come on. Like, I want to know more. I want to fit in. And he's like, tell me the five types of cereals. <laughs> that's one of the questions. Like, mm-hmm. and then there everyone else is like, I don't remember the five types of cereals. He's like, well, that's why I asked him. And that's kind of like their weird prank. Can you imagine? I ever like, Hey guys, before we even start podcasting, tell me the 12 grains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There you go. We just yeah. talk about it. That's a new podcast. He just, he, he did I, get I take my headphones yeah, he off. And leave turns her. out he's the only one who knew him. Yeah, he did know the four series. Jeremy wakes up his wife like this is over. Um, when they asked that, <laughs> I was they're, asking they're, my I'm phoning a friend. Well, well right I now. do want to note that it's rice, wheat, barley, oats, and rye. Hey, I had to write them down because. Have you ever had rye cereal? What is that? Yeah, what, what is that? that consist of? I, th- I think they're using that, the, the word cereal as a term for like a grain, not. Okay. Not like okay. Your Cheerios, well, right? That yeah. Makes sense then. Um, so okay, I'll. This is gonna make Paul happy. One thing that I did like about this movie, I thought this was a really sweet moment because yeah, they're, they, Teapot get is, is like the one that kind of gets bullied, but when he's taught, he's there's a conversation that he has kind of around this point with Susie or whatever. Surely, like, surely, like why do you let them treat you like this? He's like, you know what? I used to be a bully, and like I pushed people away, so now like. I that I let them bully me, but I know they're always going to be around if I let them keep bullying me. That's that's how I have friends. Like that's really sad, Teapot. There you go. Yeah, but yep. I, I thought that was like a really kind of well written, sweet scene. Yeah, he says something else too. I can't remember the exact wording, but he was like, "I know they're my friends, and there's kind of like jokes between friends. But if people say it and they sincerely are like mean to me, then I'm not okay with it." Yeah, like I can't remember all the ins and outs, but I was like, oh. And then they all go back to the mansion and sneak into this dope-ass party. Yeah, they rent yeah, tuxedos and get, like, the most novelty smoky cigars. And they're like... What the fuck was oh, that, man? <laughs> we, got, we cannot gloss over these cigars. So there, there's there's a bouncer and some guy, the, the guy who hired them to clean the house, and he's like, ah, check the invitations. And the five uh, lucky stars and Shirley, so six... They all walk in under a smoke bomb like <laughs> scenarios because uh, like they... these cigars are putting out like <coughs> like if you were to light like a smoke bomb on the 4th of July. Yes, that's how much smoke each one of these cigars is putting yeah. out. It's crazy, but it works. They get into the party. You would think this would be the doing of exhaust pipe. Yeah. I mean, it would just right. That's, that's a real exhaust pipe. <laughs> right. But it is not. Yeah. And, and, and the guy's like, who were those people? They're like, I don't know. That was it. Yeah, like, well, they they got cigars, so they must be rich. Yeah, they're in. Guess, yeah. And, uh, during this time, Curly is giving out cards to everyone because, like, that is the way. And it says uh, five-star uh, cleaning company. 
And the mob does know that the briefcase was in the Five Star Cleaning Company's van. Yeah, their, their agents saw it happen. Already. This is another great moment for me. Curly is just like talking himself up. He's like, ah, oh, we're running these like, operations. I'm the CEO <laughs> of Five Star Cleaning. I have hundreds of employees. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, like, crap. Because throughout the film later, they're like, who do you work for? And because of these lies, no one knows what to do. And it's one of the reasons I like this film because... In a way, it almost realistically works. Like, yeah, this almost would never happen. This would be a one in a billion chance. But it kind of works, and that's the story we're seeing. That it causes so much confusion. A lot of these people think Curly is actually a mob boss who is employing other people. And it's really messing up everyone's (laughs) business transactions in the mob world. Yeah, so Curly's there to like expand his cleaning service business. The other guys are all there to pick up chicks. Yeah, that's yeah. why they're there. That's some all pe- they're trying to. Yeah, do. some people are trying to pick up uh, the mob boss's daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that does not go well nope. for exhaust pipe. He just falls on the floor. I mean, it doesn't. None of it goes well, really, for anybody. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. At, at one at some point in time, well, they're what, like, "Oh, uh, who who started Five Star like cleaning service?" And Curly goes. Somebody, somebody, and Cat Shit Kung were the founders of Five Star. Yeah, you don't know, you don't know Cat Shit. Well, <laughs> Mike said it doesn't go well for everyone. It does go well for Teapot because Teapot and Shirley start dancing, and it has been abundantly clear throughout this movie they are building a side connection. Oh yeah. Uh, then you know, Exhaust Pipe is overall like whatever. Like I don't really care anymore. Rookie's the same, uh, has never really been participating. They're just dancing. And this woman comes up to Vaseline and she's like, hey, you want to dance? And he just goes, he looks at her and he goes, no thanks. And walks off like a real jerk. <laughs> she, she wasn't that is, bad looking. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that is not the part of Vaseline no. I connect with. His, I mean, she wasn't the hottest lady there, but. Yeah, he seems like a real jerk about it. He was this. hard up. You know, he was pretty hard up. I, 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 I did not like this Vaseline moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that lady's a ten. When that was you get a, out of prison, that lady's a fucking ten. That was a right Vaseline moment. There's a lot of beautiful. That's women gonna at be sound party. Sample, yeah. There was a lot of beautiful women at the party. Yeah. Um. Then it turns into a ballroom blitz. Yeah. Well. So mm-hmm. the the two gang leaders are the I don't Mr. Hope Mr. And Mr. Jack Hope Tar. and Jack Tar. Um. They they find the briefcase or they realize that they have the briefcase. I don't really. I so, had a hard time tracking what was going on. Here. You want to go for it, Colin? Uh, yeah, yeah. So what I kind of read was that uh, since the fiance botched the deal wait, in wait, the park, what you read. So you didn't infer any of this from watching the movie. You had to read. No, it no. I mean, what I like kind of read from. Oh, what, okay. What I took okay. from the scenes. Got it. So they they botched the deal in the park. Okay. And so this is like the rene- the renegotiation to like how do we deal with the situation that was botched? Sure. So they like are meeting in person as the bosses because they obviously can't trust their incompetent. Uh, yeah, a little know. wiener Quimby yeah. guy. Yeah. And and Jack Tar's like, where the hell is the briefcase of money? I need to give it to yeah. this guy yeah. with with the 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 printing plates. Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of what they agree on is like, hey, um, you were supposed to you know give me this briefcase. He's like, hey, I'll give it to you. I'll have the money in three days. Right. And uh, they wrap up their business right quick. But at what point do they realize that the cleaners have the briefcase? Oh, th- during the chase, prior to the that chase. Was, yeah, okay. that when, was in the chase when, scene. Uh, when they were uh, running after the cop, right. um, the van drove away and one of the 
goon guys saw it in the back of the car. And, well, and, no, no, okay, I know, but like, and, and, and so when oh. Cur- Curly starts giving out the cards, he gives out business cards. Okay, that's they're like, that's the that's the owner of the that's the owner of the company who has the briefcase. Okay, and so this is where the goons start trying to kick their ass. Yeah, so Curly's like, I don't really know what you're talking about, and they're like, oh, so you're playing hardball. Well, he he legitimately doesn't. No, and. Curly falls off a staircase at this moment. <laughs> uh, there's another staircase moment that I actually took a picture of that is award-winning in this film. It involves exhaust pipe and Vaseline. This actually is one of my... have <laughs> had a I lot think, of moments with exhaust pipes <laughs> and Vaseline. Well, this is, I think, top two moments okay. when, when we get there in a second. Um, but yeah, the mob bosses are like, don't let him leave. And they're like, ah, oh, we're to leave. And then ballroom blitz... And again, another moment where Teapot is just absolutely kicking. Oh, ass. Teapot Seating goes yeah, the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this 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 is a totally epic uh, uh, fight. Then Exhaust Pipe starts dance fighting. Mm-hmm. He just like starts busting out some moves. Uh, Vaseline is with some weirdo, uh, and then Rookie uh, makes his way out. Mm-hmm. This was probably the best fight scene in the movie. The choreography is just off the charts. It was yeah, it's good. Yeah, 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 they sent two, two heavies after these guys, and they jump from the stair crate case and <laughs> they fall into the piano. There, man. They fall into piano, dust themselves off, and yeah. then go into the fight. I was expecting them to land all cool, but they just like they, yeah. they yeah, totally yeah. beef or, it or on with, this piano. Yeah, or with like a hefty thud, yeah. like. No, like, they just fall like, over, break the piano, and they're like, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Sorry, boss. Yeah. Did we make it to the fireball stolies yet? You no, know, we're right there. Yeah, we're right there. <laughs> Curly starts down in some vodka and making uh, impromptu fireballs against the, the villains that are after them. While everyone This was is... the only logical thing that happened in this movie, by the way. Like, the way that they escape here. Yeah, this that makes perfect sense. It fits in. Everything's it's totally flammable. Fine. It's all flammable, baby. I see. <laughs> yeah. You know, I uh, Chinese yeah. still is okay. Oh, it's the, that's the good stuff. <laughs> but but then they leave yeah. teapot, poor teapot. They're like, oh, you do this for a while, and then there's still a yeah, couple well, baddies well, we left, <laughs> and then everyone is there. Uh, they quickly get into a limousine and drive off. Uh, but the bad guys are in there. Teapot eventually catches up to them. He's like, "Why the hell did you guys drive off? Like, what's going on?" And everyone looks at him, and he's like, "Oh." Uh, yeah, I'll just take the next one, and then they wave a gun in. Kind of a very Indiana Jones moment, like a wave of a gun, like, dude, you're getting in the van, um, and or limo, and he, and he does. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know what happens next. We're at the ma- the mansion owner. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, yeah, the that guy, Mister Mister Hope, approaches them. Right, because he's the one who was in the limo with him. His thugs that were all wearing the matching like khaki suits. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I kind of yeah. like, I kind of like how you guys roll. Yeah, um, <laughs> like if you get a one up on my on my buddy, I'm trying to do a business deal with. I'll work with you guys. <laughs> yeah, so they kind of they do like a side team up or something. Oh, yeah, well, it's, I don't know if I want to say team up. It's more like. I'm going to give you some money and not kill you, but you're going to bring me that briefcase. And they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's, yeah, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of, the well, so like that. here's the thing that, that kind of gripes me about this movie is that earlier in the film, uh, teapot was fucking around doing something like cleaning up, like the cleaning supplies. And he sees the briefcase and he's like fiddling around with it, trying to get into it. Uh, he can't. So he just like throws it into this closet and then the whole rest of the movie, they're referring to like, "Do you have this briefcase?" Yeah, and Teapot's like never yeah. says a fucking but, word about this this well, briefcase that he's been fucking around with, like at the middle of this movie. Well, two well two things to note was I don't think 
at, he's ever around when people are asking about the briefcase because it was yeah. Curly. Like Curly's right. in the room and Curly's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't think Teapot usually, like he will eventually know because he then just goes and gets it. I think this is Yeah, and it is about to be here. But the deal is this. Uh, the, Mr. Hope, the mob boss, is going to take Shirley's collateral and they're going to meet tomorrow at a park at night. And they're like, don't take my... Oh, and Well, Curly's like, don't take my sister. And he's like, ah, <laughs> sister yes, and brother, sister, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. And he's like, oh, we're not going to do anything, but we'll kill her tomorrow. Like, yeah. But I'm not leaving without collateral. And they're like, crap. And then they're like, what the hell is this briefcase that they're talking about? And that's when Teapot's yeah. like, it's this briefcase right here. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> the briefcase... So the, the father, the father, <laughs> the father's briefcase. The father's briefcase. <laughs> so they open that shit up and they they see all this fucking money in the templates. Um, well, they see the money first. Yeah, they see the money, and then first. they're like, "Yeah, we're rich." Yeah. And, but yeah, and, like, and, and like the, oh, we don't print. need this guy's sister anymore. We got yeah, this. Yeah, right? And they're like, ah, oh, these, these printing plates. And they're they're like, shoving oh, it in their pockets. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah they're like, ah, oh, this isn't worth anything because it's all counterfeit. Right. But they're like, well, we'll meet in the park. We'll do yeah. it. Well, they they concoct a plan. They're going to give the money in like one of the the templates, uh-huh. and then but they're going to keep yeah. one as collateral so that they can get their. I don't know. There was a whole thing. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it's basically really like, matter. I'm going to deliver half of it, but I want to make sure my I get my sister. Right. It, I think that was it. And then yeah. we'll like, maybe give him half. Like, who? Well, really it, knows? It, it, they were concocting a plan to like get these two gang guys to like go against each other. Yes. And it works. It does work. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliantly. Even. Yeah. Well, Mr. Hope is basically employed them. He's like, go get this stuff and I'm going to give you money. And they're like, yes. And so basically, uh, they split up uh, the guys. So I think it's uh, teapot, exhaust pipe, and and, and Vaseline. Yeah. They're in a warehouse, and they're kind of hiding around. And things basically immediately go wrong for them. They're yeah. now like fighting off uh, Jack Tar's guys. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember when this is. There is a moment, and this is what I said, this is one of my favorite moments. I just can't remember how it led to this. There is a moment where Vaseline and Exhaust Pipe are kind of like hiding with each other, then not. And they're bickering because Vaseline's like, don't hide with me. Like, you're going to give myself away. And then basically, like, all the mob crew join together. Mr. Hope. Uh, Mr. Hope, like, rolls up and he's like, he's like, I'm not part of this. Uh, like, and then they turn it on them. Yeah, they they keep calling him boss. He has Curly with him. Yeah, that's and they, right. They keep co- referring to him as oh, like shit, boss yeah. to make Jack Tar think that they all that they work for him. Yeah, he's like, come on, we completed the mission, boss. He's like, stop, stop calling, calling me, me boss. boss. <laughs> and, and Jack Tar's like, I knew this was happening. <laughs> you, you son, son of, of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you you did this to me all night. And so now everyone's fighting one another, <laughs> and this is what it leads. So Vaseline and Exhaust Pipe are like overrun by a horde like of gang members and exhaust pipe runs up a staircase and vaseline's like like seriously like leave me like get out of this and exhaust pipe turns around and jumps off the top of a staircase into a this crowd of like 12 people and <laughs> just, dive. yeah, it was swan awesome. dives right into them. I have a picture of it. And then they just beat ass. It is mm-hmm. awesome. This movie is so awesome. Um, yeah, there, then, yeah, it was a total group beat down. This is great. I like the uh, start of the gang fight. It's like mm-hmm. Jack Tar's khakis group have like kukri knives underneath oh, their yeah. jackets. <laughs> 
And um, I like Vaseline's like <laughs> Kung Fu pose face off that he has where he doesn't fight anybody. They're just doing like poses. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's like uh, like samurai versus samurai where they just stare each other down yeah. and they switch yeah. poses. And it's like 40 chess before everyone, before anyone even swings the blade. Mm-hmm. But in, you know, silly kung fu poses yeah, it's yeah. just a you know a triad war yeah. in the yeah. middle of a room just it's typical stuff yeah the, the one note i have where we were talking about like how do they divide the bosses so was they also divided the uh pressing plates so they gave mm. one to mr hope and they're like here you go mr hope he's like what and then that's when uh jack tar was like i knew it <laughs> and yeah they told i told you like this is a one in a billion chance but i'm like this is so insane that it could kind of work like you just need a mistrusting other dude to be like, these five dudes just said they, they work together. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, genius. These bumbling idiots are geniuses. Mm-hmm. So we find out. So then, then there's there's going to be a showdown. It's Mr. Hope versus Jack Tom. Yeah. This is kind of, and the, again, jazzy big band, uh, James Bond Robotech music comes on. But then all of a sudden, like, it's a, ar- the, like the army arrives. And it's run by Rookie, mm-hmm. which is another switch. And Rookie is in, in like full fatigues. He's ordering men around. They're like, we've got the plates, sir. Like, this is what's happening. And the five lucky stars plus Shirley are like, what the hell is going on? Is this real? Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> He's like, I've been tracking these guys for years. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Can we, can we talk about this? Yeah, Mike, yeah we, we Mike, should. Mike, we could talk about anything let's you talk, want. Let's Ron talk Aaron. about Rookie. Let's talk about his trajectory. Mm-hmm. He's, okay. in pr- he's in prison for five years, or I don't so know. So he's in pr- well, he's an undercover army, whatever. He he, we can assume that he was in prison. He was planted there to keep an eye on Jack Tar. Mm-hmm. Sure, right. And so he got out the same day as Jack Tar and the other guys because that's when Jack Tar got out. Mm-hmm. Why did he start a cleaning company with five random people? Maybe it was to eventually get in the mansion. That was the only. Mike, so, okay. I, Mike, I totally agree with you. Th- you know that that's a reasonable but, 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 assessment. But that was the only thought that he was eventually going to make his way into it that mansion. It seems like he's just doing odd jobs with some random people. You are correct because, like, it's it's an accident that they get connected to this. So Mike, if, when you were playing a role playing game, you can't be level five cleaner to go against the big boss. <laughs> I You've got to be level twenty five <laughs> cleaner, yeah. and then you could go against the big boss. I see. I'm going to make a, an admission right now, and this may be because of the use of marijuana. Okay. But I, marijuana, at this moment, Jeremy. just realized that Rookie was, like, after you guys said that, that Rookie was a police officer at this moment, right here, right now, I had no idea. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, since we're not, since not we're, a police officer, running an army. Yeah. Since yeah. we're sharing Pretty things much. about Rookie. <laughs> I, I had to rewind it to realize who he was. Yeah. For the first here. half of the movie, I honestly thought Rookie and Ta- Exhaust Pipe yes. were the same person. Now, you know is how I split. Is, is it the mustache? It's the mustache. Yeah. You know what? You have the difference. The eyes. One has really wide open eyes, and the other one has really squinty eyes. That's how yeah. you tell the difference well, I mean, between Exhaust Pipe. Genuinely, they don't really look alike. But like because Rookie is never introduced in the movie, yes. when they kept cutting back and forth, and it's just like... Two dudes with mustaches wearing odd leisure suits. Like, is this the same guy? Until I looked into I the eyes. I talking about every Saturday night at Rabbit Troop Sucks. That's right. We are all wearing leisure suits right now. <laughs> That's very true. And at least a couple of us have mustaches. There was, probably for the first half an hour, I thought that one of them was the guy that Jackie Chan beat up. Because that was the only thing that kind of made sense. Because <laughs> oh, there was five scenes yeah. at the beginning. And then five guys came out of prison. The interrogation so room. The they got, yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you know, another really stupid thing about this movie. Oh, lay it on me. You know how the biggest actor Jackie Chan is a cop. 
He has nothing to do with the bust at the end of this movie. That's true. Nothing. He does not no. help in any way. He is not. I mean, we see him he is again. Inconsequential to this movie. He is a selling point only. Absolutely. For this. Yeah. For this. For this movie, yeah. He well, gets an award for it. He does get. Well, an award. Well, well, guys, yeah. I was gonna say we don't. We haven't even broke down the last parts of the movie. Okay. And before we do it. that, well, before we do that, okay. Feel free to reach out to us at Rabbit Troop Sucks Podcast at gmail.com. Is there a movie you would like us to watch? Did you love this movie as much as I did or question it as much as Mike did? Or just love Teapot as much as the world did? Let us know. Or if you have some tidbits or trivia, let us know. Um, uh, go to rabbitroopsucks.com uh, proper. There's links to merchandise and pictures and various other things. Or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. We could be reached at all of those places. We would love to hear from you. Um, yeah. So we're at the end of the movie. And so everyone's been busted. Uh, Jack Tar uh, tries to get away. Mr. Hope. Everyone's been caught. And so... We don't really know what's happened to the rest of the Lucky Five, but we are in the inspector's office. And as Mike noted, everyone's getting awards. Or Colin, you or Mike said this. Yeah, well, it's like a fucking like a tapestry. Yeah, they give they <laughs> give teapot like a wall hanging tapestry and twenty thousand dollars, which seemed nice. Yeah. Uh, also, is he splitting that? That was my first thought. Is he splitting this? No, he's keeping that. No, I, yeah. Well, they yeah. talk about he that he's keeping. Yeah. Well, I mean, later when he's back with his friends, he's like, "Look, I got this award, you guys, and nothing else. There you go, <laughs> just yeah. this award and nothing else." Yeah. Well, well, then we also see Jackie Chan, who does not get a cash reward, but he does get a tapestry. Hey, but but then says, do I get a raise? And he goes, yeah. In a couple years. In a couple, <laughs> yeah. And Wait. then, so, so then Jackie Chan and uh, Teapot walk outside and <laughs> Jenny, Jackie's girl, Jackie Chan's girlfriend, who I thought was super cute. And I was like, why are you hitting on other people? Uh, it was like, great. Let's get married. And he's like, that's fantastic. And Shirley's like, Teapot, we could do the same. And he's like, this is all I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, they, they, and then they have girlfriend races. They do piggyback rides, yeah. Yeah, then they run off and there's a freeze frame. But then the end of the movie is a montage of all of their cleaning. Mm-hmm. And they're just like driving around yeah, eating cleaning. sandwiches and cleaning. And there's this delightful song that I love. What did Jackie Chan get an award for? He was there. For being, no, he wasn't. For being the most inconsequential person in the world. For the bust, even though he wasn't the there. last time we no, no, saw no, no, Jackie no, no, Chan, Mike, he was giving him a speeding Mike, ticket. He was there. He was there. Okay, <laughs> and yeah. you guys can't see me. But Paul's I'm pointing in his crotch right now. He's there in no, spirit, was was okay. <laughs> which makes me think yeah, the spirit award. Mm-hmm. They refer to him as a sit agent. Yeah, yeah. It, was that? Do you think that was the group that rated in the end? Like, those I think I, I think those are honestly two separate groups. I felt like the sit agent was more of like this police force, yeah. and at the end, it was a straight up military unit that comes in. That's yeah. true. So yeah, there's like hundreds of guys that yeah. sweep in at the end yeah. of the police force. And they break every single window ever oh, for a two-minute montage. More they windows than they have. They've got to glass shattering yeah, for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they were cutting through the walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, was, that was insane. This movie <laughs> is awesome. I, I, I am straight up happy I watched this movie. I, I, I will side with Mike on these areas. Like, am I going to roll into this movie and load it up all the time? Hell no. But that's why I said, like, this kind of movie is so bizarre that it's interesting to watch and just a lot of fun. And this is my mental vacation. It was not heavy handed. In a lot of areas, it's like very P-18 
PG, but then in other areas it's not. So it's like, really, like, what's this movie trying to do? But the the comedy stylings are so strange. Um, and maybe it's a cultural perspective, but I love it. I mean, the strangeness is not like, oh, I, I don't like it. I'm like, what? Like, people are singing Rod Stewart. People are, you know, you got Teapot, who you think's going to suck at martial arts, but is like kicking ass every which way. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this movie's awesome. Watch it. Mm. You're the dragon. I like this movie. I don't love it. Um, I think there are some scenes that are just way too long that hurt it. The uh, invisibility scene. Oh God. I appreciate the comedy, but you can cut that by a whole five minutes. And there's just some other scenes that, like the car pile up scene, I appreciated that, but that went on too long. There's like three minutes of I mean, Michael car crashing. Right, like Blues Reaper. Brothers, every it right. was. I appreciate a little of that, but like I said, this isn't a um, great movie for me. I enjoyed it. Mike, you said it earlier that I probably wouldn't watch this movie again. It and it's probably better <laughs> to talk about it than the try that process of watching it again. I enjoy talking with it about this movie with you guys. I really do. Like, that's yo, all I have Laura's like, it was a decent movie. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> that, that, that's how I feel about it. You, you, did say, you did say you would watch some of the sequels. Yeah, yeah. I checked them out just because I like this kind of humor in action. I like to see what else they do with it. Jeremy, what did you think? Um, So... I like talking about this movie. I think it's great to discuss. Like watching it by yourself, though, it was a it was a chore. Um, and I think it really relates back to the fact that this movie really had so many lanes that it was trying to fill. Maybe that's like a marketing thing that they did when they were writing this. I'm not sure, but it like it almost seemed like in like several improv comedy scenes intertwined with like some martial arts like choreography scenes. Um, and they never really focused on a main plot line. And so because of that, like there were things that I enjoyed, but the overall like mixture of everything didn't taste well, in my opinion. The, so the, the, like, the, I, oh, I, yeah, the, well, the one thing I wanted to note, and I, and I agree with Jeremy and Mike said the same, like the cohesion of this movie is like not there, but I would ask you guys this, I'm just thinking about this now. I felt when they went to the party, like they're all in the tuxes, the entire party sequence of like them getting there, them sneaking in, them like schmoozing with all of like the rich elite, Curly, them setting up with the mob bosses, then the fight sequence. I thought like A to B, that area, that was the most cohesive moments of the movie. Yeah. Like that all but that was sense. like 10 minutes. It's your, I know. I know. Minutes, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It was there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing that this movie like lacks cohesion, but there were moments where I'm like, that was really dialed in. Like in comparison, like that 10 to 15 minutes was like really dialed in. But then, yeah, then I can't say I hate this movie, but I can't say that I like, I, I liked things about this movie. I love talking about it because it's just so wild, but like, God damn it. If you're going to have Jackie Chan, I mean, Jackie Chan is like a, Chinese like icon, like if you're gonna put him in a movie, like put him in the movie, uh, this or is just don't put him in the yeah, movie. So prevalent was he? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know his trajectory. Like yeah, so you got to think like this was filmed in '82. I'm guessing. So I, I really don't know. I know it was pretty big back then, but don't know if this is just a uh, like 
was he a leading role guy for this movie or was he just kind of just it's so weird because like i said they were they were filming project a at the same time that they were kind of filming this movie in both jackie chan and sama hung were in both those movies and project a is a much more cohesive well thought out movie than this particular movie yeah and it has like both the same like the same guys in it so it it was just it was just weird for me but uh i can't like i said i can't say that i hated it but it was it was weird it was weird colin yeah i kind of wonder if maybe they had like a script with these characters that was set for like a sitcom or something much longer and Mm -hmm. they were like you know what dude we can't do this we got to cut this down into a movie and that's why they had like all these really weird pacing things like this like this group of characters like would be kind of fun like as a sitcom for yeah a couple episodes yeah um but yeah i kind of agree with everything you guys said it was i liked uh, the fighting was cool some of the repetitive music uh, i didn't like as much (laughs) yeah the music was rough (laughs) um me anyway uh the the pacing was a little weird but I, I really liked the like playful cohesion of the group like you could kind of tell that even though they were a bunch of silly kind of goobers they had the ability to plan a good heist if they needed to and mm-hmm. um yeah i kind of enjoyed it yeah the chemistry between the characters is pretty good oh, yeah. I, like, yeah. I like that yeah i mean i i kind of agree with jeremy like this this movie was just a chore for me to watch and part of that is like i a lot of times when when I watch movies for this podcast, like I ha- I just have to get it done in between things that I'd rather be doing. So I'm watching this movie. I'm like, I I just want to get this over with so I can get on with my day. And it just it felt like it took so fucking long because it this movie is almost two hours long. And yeah, if you cut out things that didn't contribute to the plot and didn't have character development, this movie would have been maybe 35 minutes. There's just so much filler. And like, yeah, the characters all have a lot of chemistry and like. Talking about it has been a lot of fun. And even thinking, like, I'm enjoying remembering the movie a lot more than I enjoyed right. watching it. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like, Yeah, because it's, like, it's so, you, they, the first ten minutes you have a, a group of guys who have known each other for presumably a couple of years and they just right. get along great. Yeah. There's no character growth or development. There's no, like, plot development right. or growth. So, it's, yeah, it's just, it all feels like feels like filler yeah like the beginning of the movie i was instantly in. i was like i like these these crimes gone wrong i like how everyone's getting captured and the end to paul's point like from the minute like the mansion scene starts like yeah we're hitting now but everything in the middle like literally jackie chan's character had nothing to do with the movie the fucking invisibility scene was brutal to watch you, but you would see that you wouldn't see that sweet robbery at, the, at that food court <laughs> yeah i mean i guess like you needed that scene so that they could become friends but that friendship didn't go anywhere yeah i, I, I don't <laughs> yeah know. they could have just had rookie there and it would have been the same movie right uh, yeah and rookie being the cop was kind of a bitch move i think yeah it came out of nowhere yeah didn't see, I didn't see it coming. And it didn't it didn't really make any sense. I don't know, like there was a lot of this movie that I did enjoy, like little scenes, and everyone's chemistry is great, like where they're just kind of palling around. It's sort of fun, but I, I don't know. I just I didn't have fun watching it at all. Well, let me throw you guys out one kind of final question, and clearly you know my answer is yes. Yeah. Lamar has already kind of said yes. So it'd really be for Jeremy, Colin, and Mike. Would you guys at some point watch, it doesn't have to be for this podcast, would you watch one of the other films? If I could watch it with you yeah. guys, yeah. Okay. Like yeah. if I have to watch yeah. this by myself in my house, I'm, I'd, <laughs> I'd rather kill myself. 
But like watching this in a group setting, yeah, for sure. Maybe I just it's so it was I was so bored. Sure, ma- maybe we should look up the other two. I mean, this said it was a kind of like a spiritual prequel. Sure. So maybe like the other ones are maybe thought of differently. Uh, the only thing I read was it's basically the same mixture of actors, but they play somewhat different roles. Um, so they kind of interchangeably do it. So maybe there's another one that clicks in a little better. Uh, yeah, but sure. I, I told uh, better, but I'm sure like watching it together would be fun. Yeah. 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 This is a movie you have to watch with other people. Like it's not good enough to watch by yourself. I don't think anyway. Yeah. I do enjoy Asian cinema though. I, I, I do. I, I do. Like, I love, well. I love Thailand's films. I love Hong Kong's films. I, I mean, I think they have great cinematography. I think they have great directors, great actors. I always enjoy watching a movie more when it's uh, when I can read the subtitles and hear their like spoken voices in their language, even though I can't understand what they're saying. It still like lets me get into the movie more because you have that realm of uh, of like authenticity to yeah. what they're trying to do. I think I, it would have been better if we if I anyway had seen it subtitled. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I think all of us strive to do that, which was just yeah. problematic time. Yeah, I mean, it just didn't exist. Like, yeah, just yeah. streaming. It just did not work out for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hey everyone, uh, happy Lunar New Year, yeah. Year of the Dragon. Hopefully you are watching some Asian cinema and enjoying it with your family. Uh, we did this last year, uh, hopefully we keep doing it, uh, and just throw out some more of these films, uh, throughout the year. Next week, we will not have Jeremy, unfortunately, but we are going right into some, a couple days after Valentine's Day. But we're going to hit you hard with a pretty big movie uh, that I'm going to file under the often overlooked outside of me. We're going to come at you with 1999's She's All That. Uh, The Pygmalion tale that you know all so well, but these gentlemen do not. Jeremy has also not seen it. I am the only one who has seen this movie, and I have seen it numerous times. But they have not, and I'm hoping we have a little bit of enjoyment. And to find out, does she have all that? Is this the story that you wanted to know? Um, what do you guys know about She's All That? Literally nothing. 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 Yeah. No. I don't know anything about it. I, I mean, you're no, a romantic no. at heart, Paul. You know about yeah. Freddie? Freddie Prinze Jr.? Jr. Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know FPJ. Matthew um, Lillard's back. A, 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 a favorite. Christ. How many Great. movies have we reviewed I, I think with him, this man. might be his fourth. <laughs> Glad I get to watch him again. Wow. So, yeah. um, so then we, we got to go back to uh, Rob Schneider. So you can't, you, we can't, they can't let Matthew Lillard <laughs> that's outpace true, Rob yeah. Schneider. I'm like, oh man. Mike's, by the this? way, if you really want to make Mike's day, um, s- find a copy of the director's cut of uh, Dead Man's Curve. Yeah, let's, send let's it in to Mike. Back. Especially Mail it I, to him. I mean, if it's longer and more brooding, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing I know about She's All That is what they parody in Not Another Teen Movie, which I'm guessing is probably a better movie than She's All That. <laughs> Maybe. Well, we'll have to Because Not out. Another Teen Movie fucking rocks. She's all that rocks. Mm-hmm. Some some say. <laughs> we shall see. What are we doing with these rocks? <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of famous people. Um, but yeah, I mean, who's Ra- the main girl? In Rachel it? Lee Cook. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, and then you, yeah, as noted, Matthew Lillard, mm-hmm. Dulé Hill has. Uh, Didn't she date Marilyn Manson at one point in time? Rachel Lee Cook. No, no, that's like Evelyn Rachel Wood. <laughs> Evan Rachel Wood. Okay. Um, yeah. Those are different people then. That is correct. Is or are they? You know, we, you know, we run a podcast about like knowing people and like what they're. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. But she's yeah, all yeah, that because we'll apparently, out. like we'll I don't know. It. Uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna come at you. Uh, happy Valentine's Day in the meantime, yeah. and uh, 
All of those Super Bowl things that will happen, you will enjoy because we'll talk about them, but mm-hmm. maybe not. But mm-hmm. she's, she's playing. Yeah. <laughs> As always, Rabbit Troops. Yes. Yeah. Rabbit Troops. Yo.